Hi, I'm Timmy. And I'm Mary Jane. He's the newbie. She's the doobie. And this is the show where we'd we tote cannabis. Talk. From both sides. Is that even possible? This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are solely their own and not intended to apply to another's personal situation. You should always consult with a qualified, licensed physician or other healthcare provider. By watching or listening to this podcast, you acknowledge you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your country or region. This podcast is for adults only, should not be used as a meal replacement, and may contain nuts. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of The Newbie and the Doobie. My name's Timmy, I am The Newbie. Mary Jane, also known as The Doobie. Coming up on today's episode is a high five list. And of course we have our word of the week. And we're playing a game of strain or no strain. Yeah, with our special guest Mimi Cannabis. And you know what today is? No, what's today? It's Tuesday. <laughs> it is, it is, well it is. <laughs> it's Chocolate Eclair Day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I like chocolate eclairs. Right? But, okay, so the thing with chocolate eclairs that is fascinating to me is um, the E part of it. Like The eclair? The eclair. Like, what is a clair? What is an E? Why is it eclair? Maybe clair was the the name of the person who created the dessert. It's the E. Because the first thing I thought of is like, oh, because they should shape it. Like, it's not shaped like an E, so it's like, why the E, Claire? Oh, so it should be an Eclair? Like yeah, a, it's, shaped, it's like shaped like an, like an I? I? Or a small L, I guess, but it's shaped like an I, so it should be... A but, but nobody would want it to be called an Eclair. That would be icky. <laughs> that would sound like, sound like icky. So maybe they just said, they said it would be, well, that would be an icky Claire, and then it's like, well, yeah. let's just, 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 just stick with Is the it, E part. Huh. Or the Eek Claire! <laughs> eek Claire! <laughs> Not to celebrate. What about no. an Eau Claire? We have some. We of have those, Eau don't we? You threw me off because I was like, wait a minute, an Eau Claire would be a donut. Yes. See, okay, so I actually reached out to a bakery and I, I couldn't resist because the name of the bakery is Red <laughs> Eye Cafe. Yeah, we are. We're doing and a plug. donuts. <laughs> this isn't even a paid advertisement. We're literally just showing you this. The Red Eye Cafe caught me and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so I sent them a message, like less than 24 hours notice. Hey. Do you have chocolate eclairs? And they said, um, our our special flavor of the week or month is the chocolate eau claire. Right. And they they asked, would you be interested? And I was like, uh, yeah, let me go see what it is. <laughs> would, I be, would I be interested? How could we have chocolate eclair day without... Well, no. in all fairness, it's chocolate eau claire. Okay, so it's, it is now officially, oh my goodness. Oh, they've been squished. Gracious. You got to show the only one that didn't get squished. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's... Uh... In, in all fairness, they are going down to the same spot, and... Well, yours is going to a different spot than mine. Well, no, these are all going to the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so now, unfortunately, those that are listening in podcast form... Um, they look so good. Okay, so let's let's show this one. Yeah, show okay, the, so the one that looks... Thank you. Thank you, Red Eye Cafe. <laughs> look at this. For... 
for this beautiful treat, the chocolate eau claire. Are you going to have one? I want to, but they look super messy. Well, I'm going to have my. Are you going to eat it with me or no? I'm no, gonna I think I'm going to I'm going to wait until the end Boo. to eat mine. No, I'll eat it at the end. Okay, well, I'm gonna, okay watch. Kind of like when I would go to the beach and go swimming, I'd wait till just <laughs> it was time to go home. <laughs> and then I would get in the water. Look at that. I feel like we should move this so we can see the full joy on your face. It's so good. Oh, now it's oh, on the no. mic. Oh, oh no. you're in trouble. We're so in trouble. <laughs> we were coughing, pretending to cough before the episode came on. And we were, they pleaded with us. To do it away from the mic. Please go away from the mic. And you just coughed food onto the mic. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. No, don't smudge oh, don't, it. Oh, uh-oh. We're going to have to fix that. Ah. Oh. I feel like it's like your parent telling you, don't rub the dirt into the carpet, get the vacuum. Such a bad idea. This is, this is what happens with life. <laughs> and that's why I'm waiting till the end. All right. So, <laughs> Here, welcome to our Chocolate Eau Claire Day. Um, yes, thank you, Red Eye Cafe. Yeah, Red Eye Cafe. All yeah. right. So, um, you, let's do this. You have a little bit on your face <laughs> still. <laughs> Telling you, if you're listening on podcast form, <laughs> jump over to YouTube right now. You are not going to want to miss this. <laughs> oh man! So, um, before we bring in our guest, uh, Mimi Cannabis. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, fascinating that you would be born with, uh, with <laughs> I know. the name Cannabis. That's super cool. Right. Um, but let's uh, let's do our high five list and our word of the week, and then we're going to bring Mimi in here. And um, I haven't uh, I haven't engaged much with her, but we did briefly just before um, as we were getting set up for this show, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, I think she she is um, a ball of joy, um, and was so. And now, I mean, she did. She was very complimentary of of both myself and the show. So, I mean, that that kind of tilts. So you, yeah. That tilts the scales slightly. <laughs> but because uh, was, let's 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 try to stay theme here. Because do I still have? Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting here thinking. I wonder how long I should sit here and let him go oh, through. You still man. have a little bit here too. <laughs> No, oh, this, is, this is such a bad idea. Welcome to live. <laughs> yeah, that's good. We You're don't good. edit these shows. So. All right, well, so, no, we have editors for that. We do. <laughs> so today's in honor of, uh, I'm sure your word of the week is going to be cannabis related. Yes. Um, mine is too, but it's also connected to Chocolate Eau Claire Day. Oh, mine's um, baking, sort of. Oh, nice. Okay. Related, so, so see, well, we both did that. This is my, I did a little bit of research on desserts because I knew I was going to be Having this. And so today's high five list, Timmy's high five list, high five, five? (laughs) is um, top five desserts named while being high. So these are desserts when I read it, I'm like, okay, somebody was was high when they named this dessert. Like apple pie is just, you know, somebody, somebody was in a completely, completely normal state of mind. They said there are apples. And it's pastry, and we're going to call it apple pie. Makes sense. Yep. This list is a little bit confusing, and somebody clearly was going, hmm, what should I do with this? And they maybe were high. Okay. Here we go. Top five um, desserts that were named probably by somebody who was high. Okay. Number five, Summerberry Grunt. Right? You don't even know what that is. What is a grunt other than a sound? Right? I actually wrote that down because I knew you would ask. (laughs) I actually have it on my my card. You know me so well. A grunt is a cobbler only slow cooked. I thought a cobbler was a shoe, a person that fixed shoes. 
A grunt is a person <laughs> who cook who makes shoes slowly cooked. <laughs> I'm so confused. So that that change that changes like whether or not you would really like this dessert. Apparently, it's a it's summerberry flavored cobbler. A might, slow might as well be bumbleberry who makes shoes. Anyways, I thought the name was very interesting. Yeah, Number four on Timmy's High Five list today is the Apple Blood Orange Buckle. Right? Now, I would have thought, you know, someone went apple, because there's probably apple. Yeah, and then blood oranges. And then blood oranges. Yeah, makes sense so buckle. far. But what? We go back to cobbler at that point, because the cobbler makes shoes. So, uh, okay. Wait, so but Are you talking about cobble? No, I'm talking cobbler. So basically what we've discovered so far is that the people in the dessert industry are very well connected to the people in the shoe industry. <laughs> we've gone from from grunts, which are kind of cobblers. I wonder to if it buckles. has like a leathery texture. <laughs> the apple blood orange buckle would be something that I, w- I would immediately order. So if this person was high when they named it, I would I would be like, that sold me. Because like, okay. that's a good, like apple pie. It's like, unless you really love apple pie, if you just saw it on a menu, say this is the first time you've ever come to a place and you've never even heard of apple pie, and you're reading down a list and you see apple pie or apple blood orange buckle, I'm like, get me some of that buckle. Because <laughs> apple pie sounds boring. Well, the blood would kind of throw me off, but right. I know what blood oranges are. So. so just so you know, this is what a buckle is, though. It's a cake with fruit in the batter topped with crumble or streusel. Oh. Right? That actually sounds delicious. It does. Number three on my list, Knickerbocker Glory. The Knickerbocker, right? Who hasn't had the Knickerbocker glory, right? It's just layered ice cream, apparently. And, and, and right? Really? That, that's why you have to be high. Because a, a non-consumer just goes, let's call this our layered Sunday," Because that makes sense. But someone said, no. When I look at this, I see a Knickerbocker glory. <laughs> I wonder if you could order that. I don't know. From, like, Dairy Queen. Now Can I get a Knickerbocker Glory, please? Now we're getting into the good ones, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> These are the top two. Okay. Both of them from Britain. I don't even, like, either Britain is, they're all high, or they don't need to be, and it's just a, a high-thinking society. <laughs> okay. There's this number two on my list of desserts named by people who are probably high, the Singin' Heinies. The singing heinies. Now, it's pronounced honeys in Northeast England, but nobody cares about the Northeast Englanders. But that's where it comes from? Well, it comes from Britain. Okay. But the Northeast Englanders pronounce it as honey, but those people are always ruining the fun. It's the singing heinies. They're basically griddle cakes, or as we would call them, pancakes. (laughs) So, right? We just say, those are pancakes. They're griddle cakes. I guess if you put dessert, like, top and it's fruit sweet. on it. Yes, right. And the reason why they're singing, though, is because as they hit the pan, the butter and the lard start to sizzle and sing. You're telling That's me. everything I put in the pan. Right. But a non-consuming person at the time, when that goes in, we just oh, go, oh, true. it's just sizzling. A consumer who's been, who's been, you know, got their THC levels up fairly high on the day is going, I think the pan is singing. These are my singing heinies. <laughs> that was British. Okay, number uh, one, I make though, singing onions almost every one, night for dinner. Number one, we might need our, might need our editor to bleep this, but it's, it's not rude. It's the real name. It's from England. Uh, it's the spotted dick. That's oh, a I've heard of this. Yeah. 
I've heard of this. I don't one. even know. I think maybe we don't even get monetized now on YouTube. Is it called Spotted it Richard? No, it's it's no, it's D I C K. Oh. And, yeah, and it, but it, sometimes it's called Spotted Dog Pudding because oh, it's a pudding. It's a pudding, and the reason the reason why it's spotted is because there's raisins and currants in the dough. Ew. But here's the thing. So they call it Spotted Dog because they don't. Some people don't like to call it by yes, its its Richard. other name, Richard. But here's the thing, though. The word dick, okay, mm-hmm. is actually comes from the old word for pudding, which was puddick. <gasps> okay. So it is. So for those listening and are a little sensitive in the ears, it's not rude. It comes from the ending of the original word for pudding, which was puddick or puddog, which is why they call it the spotted dog. Ooh. But you're telling me seriously. Spotted yeah, I wouldn't. Dick. I would not want to eat the spotted um, dog. Any pudding. of those, and definitely not a spotted dog, right? Or dick. Those British, those British are amazing. The high British, you the know, high British. T- speaking of desserts, it, somebody must have been high when they created fruit cake. <laughs> that Christmas, <laughs> everybody like, gives it. That's not legit. They had to have been. That know, stuff's I, disgusting. Yeah, I don't know how somebody made that. Yeah, but yeah, what about Yorkshire pudding? That's not even pudding. Right? Thank you. Yeah, once, Thank you. Once again from Britain. I was so excited the first time somebody's like, oh, would you like some Yorkshire pudding with your dinner? I was like, yeah, I'm getting pudding with my dinner. And then they slapped some like Get me some bread, bread on my plate and filled it with gravy. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> Leaves like a nasty film in your mouth. I can't even. <laughs> it's not pudding. Don't order it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so should we get to the word of yeah, the week? Yeah, I'm just going to keep eating my, uh, my donut. beautiful it looks flare. It looks really good. All right, so tell me your word of the week, and then we're going to bring right. our guest, Mimi Cannabis. So the word of the week is decarboxylation. Oh. Want me to say that again? Yeah. <laughs> or decarbing. It's a big or word. Or to decarb. Mm-hmm. It's decarboxylation. Okay. One word. It is the act of removing a carbon atom... From the carbon chain. A little bit scientific there, but basically what it means is in cannabis specifically. This would be something that Neil deGrasse Tyson this is true. would know. <laughs> no, he's an astrophysicist. Oh. Yes. They're all the same. Yes. So um, what happens with cannabis is there is a cannabinoid called THCA, which is tetrahydrocannabinol acidic or acid, um, and when, it, oh, sorry, it is the non-psychoactive form of THC. So you'll find it in the okay. fresh plant. Yep. You can find THC, which is the psychoactive um, ca- cannabinoid, when the plant actually dries. So it's in the dried plant material. Okay. Um, it It naturally occurs when it's drying, but most of the time the decarboxylation happens when you heat up the cannabis through smoking, vaping, or baking. Um, I say baking, but it's technically in the oven because this is the step that you need to ensure that you do to your cannabis if you're going to be baking with it. You have to do this prior to baking. Prior to even making the, the butter. So when you're smoking, you're technically decarbing? Yes. You're decarbing the cannabis at that moment. I was on a I was on a low carbing diet. No, that's different. But it's not really decarbing. Uh oh. It's uncarbing. I don't know if the mics picked that up. 
the mics. Uh-oh. My, my tummy. My tummy <laughs> oh, is... is that your stomach? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Great. Super good. <laughs> but I probably shouldn't be eating it, but it's chocolate it's eclair day. It's because it's the carbs. And we're doing a podcast. It's the carbs. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so basically what happens when you heat it up, uh, the cannabinoids will will decarb, and each cannabinoid decarbs at a different temperature. So THC starts to decarb after 40 minutes at 220 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's the process that you need to do in order to, like, it's, like, put it on an, a pan in the oven for, you know, X amount of time, X amount of degrees. Or uh, the Magical Butter company has a really good product. It's called the Decarb Box. And it comes with a, like a thermometer that you can put on the outside of your stove that goes right into the box and you put your cannabis in the box and they make it super simple. So, um, as you're talking about decarbing, I am up carbing. Yes. I'm up carbing. I'm watching this. So now, so now whenever we're like going out somewhere and you're having a smoke and I'm eating something, we're like, we're like, uh, carbing. We're both carbing. Everybody's You're carbing. You're decarbing. I'm up carbing. All right. This is so good. <laughs> All right. So decarbing. So this, decarbing. the science behind. See, people think, right? It's just like, oh, there's that person just smoking. It's like, that's, they're just smoking. Well, see, they're pe- decarbing. People don't even realize that if you were to take um, cannabis right from the plant, mm-hmm. like, and stick it in your mouth and chew it up and eat it, and it's not dried and it's not heated or anything, it's non-psychoactive. Nothing's going to happen to you other than maybe what happened to you if it upsets your stomach. But I mean, I, okay. I eat cannabis leaves as lettuce sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I've seen you do that. You put it on like a bagel. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Just blend it in with other things. Well, you got to go out with a bagel. Lots of carbs there. So put the weed, if you put the weed leaves, this is a little scientific <laughs> fact that has no basis <laughs> in science. But if you put weed leaves on your bagel, it decarbs the carbs. So hence, <laughs> that's not right. Yeah. It, so you can you can eat all the bagels you want as long as you put weed leaves on. You can take right here here from Doctor Timmy on the newbie and the doobie show. <laughs> I want to say hashtag bullshit. Dis- <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer: I'm not really a doctor. I just play one on the podcast. Yes. All right. That's true. Should we bring in our guest, Mimi Cannabis? We should. We Let's should do this. All right. Let me get my headphones on here. Mimi, how's it going? Mimi Cannabis is here with us on the Newbie and the Doobie. How are you, Mimi? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. I am such a fan. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we already have a fan. Yep. I could use one. It's really hot in here. <laughs> Oh, well, that's uh, thank you, though, for being a fan. I mean, we um, I know MJ is a fan of yours because uh, you were on our very short list of uh, who would we like to have on in our early episodes. And so this is very mutual. Hopefully I'll become a fan of yours oh, as well. Absolutely. Um, and I have had the pleasure of seeing you perform. So I listen, I am a big fan of yours, too, Tim. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, do you want a donut? Oh, yes, please. They look delicious. (laughs) Well, because the technology isn't necessarily available for us to get you the donut, I will eat yours on your behalf. Perfect. 
Hey, you know what? That's probably better for me with these, you know, trying to get rid of this um, pandemic 15, 20 pounds. So, hey, mm. by all means, please. You need it. to decarb. <laughs> yes. I'm getting a little nervous, Timmy. I got to ride back in the car with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's yes. Another way to decarb now. Look. There you go. I need to decarb and decarb some cannabis. So that's great. If it is a chocolatey Claire day, I am going to eat chocolatey Claire's. Oh, Claire's. Oh, Claire's. Well, you know what? I almost just for fun um, just was going to put a towel on and pretend I got confused <laughs> and, and, and ask if it was towel day like it was the other day on your show. So. That was so fun. Thought, you know what? I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, no, um, no we... one needs to see that. <laughs> okay, so we're taking you off the list for naked day. Yes, please. Okay. But be sure and tune in. <laughs> I think Naked Gardening Day already passed. That's true too. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you had uh, you had some questions in particular. I think you, from what MJ has told me, there's a very interesting slant that you bring to the table and um, just kind of set it up of why you thought it was important to have Mimi Cannabis here. Oh, well, I mean, besides the fact that I love her and respect her. That's true. Um, I Thank just you. love what she's doing in the cannabis space. Um, she's doing a lot. She's really doing a lot. And I know we talked a little bit earlier and there's some things that she can tell us she's doing and other things, of course, just like everybody, we got to like. Fair enough. Um, but the one thing that really like touched me was when I first heard the motto that green is the new gray. And I was like kind of confused by that. So I'm going to let Mimi explain it. So that way I don't get it wrong. Green is the new gray. Absolutely. Um, I would say that the over 55-year-old is the number one demographic walking into these retail stores today. So yes, green is the new gray. Um, I've been using cannabis 42 years. So um, you used it than you are old. You used it in the womb? Oh no, I thank you, bless you for that compliment. But no, um, I know I was, what I'm doing. I started Mimi. at 15 years old. Um, and honestly, um, my parents, um, I you know, I was a child born in the 60s. My parents were, um, can they used cannabis as well. Um, so awesome. I mean, it was just you know, that's just the way life was back then. Um, but you know, I also always say this in every interview. I mean, back then it was grass. It was not cannabis. It was grass. And we were lucky if we got it when we could. And um, it was nothing like it is today. <laughs> the, the so yes, devil's lettuce is what I knew. The devil, the devil's lettuce. Yes, mm. absolutely. Yeah. Probably and came I mean, with seeds and everything too, eh, Mimi? Oh, seeds and sticks and the stigma. I mean, how many years? That's the other thing that um, I love to be able to be loud and proud about it now, because I mean, I spent a good part of my life 
really hiding the fact that I was a cannabis user. Hmm. Um, so um, to be able to talk about it like the way we can talk about it now, um, you know, being my like I came from the hospitality industry. Um, I thought, you know, when all the talk about cannabis legalization was starting, like, will I have a chance to stick my foot in because of my age? Turns out that I do. And I did. And I have a great voice to talk about the fact that older people like cannabis, too. So, you know what? Um, I think it's really, I like to call myself sort of representative of the mature cannabis user. So, um, I think that um, there's a big lot of us, and we have spent most of our lives hiding the fact that we've used cannabis for, say, 42 years. Um, I, I was trying to think why that was so surprising to me. Not that you used it for so long, but the thought process that the older community was somehow like when you said, um, you know, like, do I, is there room for me? Is there a space? Cause I am older. Cause when, when I thought of weed smokers, pot smokers, cannabis users, I th immediately think of Willie Nelson and I picture the old hippies. I don't think of the young people first. And, and I love that. That is so great, Tim. And you know what? And that's what we have to. I mean, you know, I think we deserve a certain level of respect. I think we deserve, uh, you know, we've been we've been right from the beginning, you know. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you think that way, because um, I think that there's a lot of people who want to make it more about the young and about this and about that. But I mean, quite frankly, we are the trailblazers. We are the ones that, you know, hit it for so long. We met in the back alleys from a friend of a friend of a friend. We did it all. So, you know, this is really exciting times for me in particular and people of my generation, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was your generation that passed on the knowledge to our generation to figure out where we were going to meet Buddy to get stuff before it was legal, right? Like, right. Yeah. It's crazy. The kids nowadays, I say kids, but like, you got to be legal. But like, even 20 year olds have no idea what it was like to call Buddy because. We didn't does, have it, does everybody have then. a buddy? Is that the way it works? <laughs> yeah, everybody's yes. buddy. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Everyone yeah. had a buddy. Yeah. Or, or two. Know, or three. Or two. Because <laughs> first buddy would say, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. And then he wouldn't friggin' <laughs> call you back. And then he wouldn't show up. And I waited all friggin' day for uh, you. Like, buddy. Yeah. Exactly. And everybody oh, was funny. A whole other blog um, for a whole other day. Uh, um, I, you know, I've been blogging a little bit too. And um, that, that, that will be a really good uh, blog for another time. But yes, it was very stressful. And some, sometimes you just couldn't get it at all, you know? Yeah. Um, Those days know, were the worst. Never really my friend, you know, I was never really a fan. Um, do I still like I might have the odd Caesar now? I, it's just never I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the effects of alcohol. Um, I'm more a fan of the effects of cannabis. And now that I use it medicinally and use a lot of oils and stuff, I mean, I've learned so much more. I mean, besides recreational and um, it's just 
so important, so important. So it's great to be able to talk about it. It's great to see the older generation responding to it. I wake up in the morning sometimes with, you know, emails, you know, just even people wanting to know what, when the stores were open, of course, mm-hmm. um, what the inside of a store looks like. Um, mm-hmm. Some people my age are even scared to even walk into a cannabis shop or um, it's very, they don't know what to expect. So um, there's a lot of newbies like you, Tim, that are my age. You know, it's not just um, newbies that are young. There's a lot of older newbies. Um, Most of them are walking into the store, though, to try to treat an ailment or sleep better or menopause or dot, 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 need I go on. But because it is recreational, we can't talk about medical in those stores. So there are still lots of things that need to be worked out, especially for people of my generation. And I would guess uh, people of your generation, there was a large segment of the population that because it was illegal um, and also uh, the religious culture was way more um, immersive and and surrounding both in Canada and the States, like they were both known as solid Christian nations so mm-hmm. there would be a generation now that I guess is going, I learned bad stuff back then. I heard wrong stuff. I've stayed away from it. Maybe not all religious, but for other reasons. And now they're right. like, I'm older now. I can make decisions for myself. I'm going to live my life. And hey, it's legal. So let's do this. There you go. And that's your that's the point right there is that you are right. People this generation um, feel better because it is legal. Um, You know, it's not like um, they're not looking for the thrill of doing something illegal like young (laughs) kids are doing, you know, like so that's why we do have an awful lot of newbies um, as well. we have a lot of doobies, but we have a lot of newbies too. <laughs> not, not to um, get you to throw anybody under the bus in regards to their age, but what <laughs> would you say is the oldest newbie you've come across? Oh, um, probably close to 60. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, actually... Um, Maybe even a bit older. Um, actually, now medically, that's different, a different answer. Uh, yeah. 70s, 80s, uh, recreationally, and when they're just kind of trying to put their baby toe in and go into the rec store and get something that might suffice. Uh, yeah, around 60. But I'm telling you right now, medically, it's becoming a lot more normal for um and and for one reason alone is is arthritis i mean i really think that um you know thc and cbd are two of the the most incredible natural anti-inflammatories that we have access to um so um i really believe that arthritis is a big one um and i think that people who have been taking regular uh nsaids and um for you know a lot of years it damages your stomach after a while. So I think that there's a lot of people in my generation who suffer from arthritis, who are finding relief and getting off those medications, which is, I think, groundbreaking. Um, You know, uh, people, of course, for sleep. I have a lot of women who reach out to me for menopausal advice 
because quite frankly, um, I've sailed through it um, using THC and CBD. So um, it's, you know, it's, 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 there's lots of, lots of, lots of reasons why we need to talk about it more, but recreationally it's hard to, right? Yeah. That's the legislation that's put in place that in recreational stores. So you're not allowed to actually speak to the medicinal benefits of cannabis. So it makes it difficult for people that don't have doctor's care to walk them through cannabis um, to actually be able to understand the benefits and how to use cannabis. Because like Mimi said, she's been doing this for many, many, many years and the industry is not where it used to be. So now you can actually choose the strain, know the terpenes, which mm-hmm. is huge because like Mimi's saying, treat for um, like uh, anti-inflammatory. Well, we know that caryophylline is a good anti-inflammatory, and that's a cannabinoid that you can find in certain strains. So yeah. if you know and this, yeah, right, that's that's right. That's why I'm like, so I love what thing. Mimi's doing. She's educating. I am. Um, I'm also trying to fill that gap for the people who are having prop because I'm still a believer that uh, people of my generation who are newbies should go through the process of getting a medical cannabis prescription because even though they may order their medical or it, they'll still, what we're presenting back it to the retail stores is a educated consumer. Once they've gone through an appointment and maybe spoken to someone like me and been edgy, it's just, there's a lot of people that are walking in and they, I want the highest THC or I want, you know, that is not what cannabis is about, but it's unfortunately without the proper education, that's what they know. Right. So I always recommend people um, who are new, um, even over 40, people over 40 who are new need to go through that medical process and speak to a doctor or a nurse practitioner and um, learn about cannabis because they're not going to learn about they can learn certain things in the retail stores. But if they're using it for a medical reason, they can't. So. When you've been because you've been using it for so long, I've heard MJ talk about, um, and some of the other people that have been on the show, I've talked about the fact that most people that are using cannabis recreationally are using it medicinally, and they just didn't know that. Going back to like when you're 15, in a, an entire different world of how cannabis was um, seen and perceived. Did did you have any sense that it was helping you in like in medicinal Absolutely. ways? And but but also remember during that time when I was fifteen, um, we didn't talk about mental health like we talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was taboo to talk about it. You would never hear of a fifteen year old um, being prescribed an antidepressant back then, right. and if they were, you didn't know about it. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's really um, a big change as far as just the new generation talking openly about mental health issues. And yes, now looking back, um, I know just for anxiety, um, I was, I had a lot of anxiety as a young person and um, cannabis was there for me. It calmed me down. It helped me. And to this day, absolutely. I wouldn't, you know what? 
I wouldn't be without it. Hmm. Yeah, I do. I had- you still smoke, you know, um, but I'm more of an oil user. I um, ingest a lot of oil. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm pushing 60 and I've never felt better in my life. That's awesome. Yeah. See, when I was using cannabis as a teenager, I didn't, I didn't realize that I was getting medicinal benefits from it. I just knew that I wasn't doing anything wrong. I wasn't hurting anybody um, other than my bank account um, Mm -hmm. and my future savings. But um, I felt good. I didn't feel like I was doing anything wrong. And I just kind of continued to do so until I was older and the doctor said, hey, dummy, you know, you've been self-medicating with cannabis for X amount of time. And I was like, huh, that's possible. Why didn't anybody tell me that? Yeah. And and I agree. I I have too. my whole life. I have self-medicated with cannabis. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now, um, you know, like I said, going through um, menopause and things like that, hormonal stuff. And, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of people, you know, women get to that age and they're like, as soon as they think they need hormone replacement therapy. Well, we lose those hormones for a certain reason. Um, I think you're playing with mother nature. I honestly can't recommend enough THC and CBD for that part of a woman's life. Um, And I think that's probably between that and arthritis. Those are the two big things that people really come to me for, but we can't. And then, then they're walking into a store and they don't know what to buy. So, um, you know, there's a big selection too, right? There's a big selection. My God. So it's overwhelming. So I like what you just said there. So basically you're telling people don't play with mother nature, use mother nature. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I am um, a firm believer of that because I was one of those women. As soon as I started getting hot flashes, oh, no, I need hormone replacement. I need to replace what I'm losing. No, you don't. You don't. They're gone for a reason. Live with it. Move on. Um, You know, it's it's that's just my advice. Um, and like I said, I'm pushing 60. I've, uh, I'm on the other side and I feel fantastic. Um, like I said, I'm, and it's because of cannabis is why I feel fantastic. I have no problem saying that. So, um, because of, again, the world being very different and everybody was more quiet about it back when you were growing up, would you say that your cannabis community is, um, bigger or smaller than it used to be? Like it may be a bit more secret then and now it's more out front, but did you still have that same group of people, that same size of people that were, that knew you smoked, you knew they smoked and have been there for, to support each other? Absolutely. During, um, during high school, definitely. Um, and later on in life, cause I worked in the hospitality industry, it, cannabis was very prevalent Everyone used it to de-stress kind of after work in the restaurant and hotel industry. Um, So, yes, I've always but I mean, but there's all but there's always certain people in your life that, you know, you don't really flaunt it in front of back then. Right now it's legal. Guess what? 
And that's the best part is that we can talk about it and have these conversations. Um, and I, I'm, I'm just happy that I have gotten to be a part of it. And that was my only goal was to be a part of it. So well, when so I grow up, I, I want to be like Mimi. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. When <laughs> cannabis was legalized, we were all hopeful to get into the industry, especially the ones that had consumed for years. But the stigma was still there. And you yeah. don't know how your peers are going to look at you. And like, I still have friends that refuse to share some of my stuff. And I understand some of them have jobs that they can't risk. And I would never want to put them in that position. But it's just... It's crazy that some people still look at cannabis as this demonized thing, and it's a plant. Now, can you imagine me going to my family at 50 and saying, I want to build a brand, dot, 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 in cannabis? Right. Right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I've had a lot of naysayers. I've had um, a lot of eye rolls. I've had a but. I've had a lot of support mm -hmm. and it's what the best part is are now the ones who were kind of like, whoa, are really cheering for me. And I'm talking about certain family members on both, you know, my side and my husband's side. So, um, you know, it's now they think it's fantastic. So it's, it, it we're, we're getting there. We're getting there little by little. We are getting there. But yes, I can still remember my husband's face. You're going to do what? Yeah. <laughs> and where, you know, when you say we're getting there, where are we going? What do you see in the next five years? Uh, maybe, maybe specifically in the, um, in the older community. Like in your gen in, in your generation, do you see more people diving in? What what do you see the future short term, anyways? I think they're going to have to do something with the gap between medical and recreational if they really want to help people of my generation. Um, you know, what the thing that I think impresses me a lot about Colorado, for instance, is, is that you it's a two door service. You can walk in and get medical help or you can walk in and buy recreational. Um, I think that a lot of people have been forgotten about. I think it was all wreck, wreck, wreck. And then medical just kind of went eh. You know, well, I'm sorry, people need the education of medical um, for recreational to be successful. Hmm. Agreed. We've had medicinal cannabis in Canada for over a decade, and yes. we still do not have one licensed, we'll call it a dispensary or a pharmacy, if you will, where you can walk in and purchase your medicine with a prescription like you would get, you know, um, penicillin or anything we else. Now. We do have one now. Mm -hmm. They do hold a special license and they are hybrid farm in Ottawa. Okay. So hopefully we are getting there. But imagine how it sounds to say to someone this is your medicine. You got to wait for it in the mail, but you're a rec user. You can just walk into that store and get it. Like it's asinine. Yeah. It, it, there's no other words to describe it. Would you say that to a person who needed 
diabetes medicine? Would you say that to a person who, no, of course you wouldn't. Um, so I that has it. to be fixed. That gap has to be fixed. Um, and once they fix that, I think we're going to see a lot of people more, my generation be more inclined and more comfortable because they're walking in there. 80% of people, my generation are walking into the recreational stores to try to fix something. They're not walking in there to get high. They're trying to sleep. They're trying to get rid of an ache or, or a pain They're, you know, and until they fix that gap, which I think we will see in the next five years, um, we, you know, we're not going to get anywhere. So that has to be fixed. That's number one. Yeah. Wow. We need more medical clinics, educational, like Mimi's saying, for sure. Well, it's exciting to or see that. Even, the stores, even if the stores could get some type of an amendment where maybe once uh, every two weeks they have an educator on site where people can come in and speak to an educator, um, you know, but unfortunately with the AGCO regulations and rules, they are not allowed to um, talk about anything like that. So I do still see that there is a lot of access that that creates access problems. So, um, you know, and I think that a, a more educated consumer is going to spend more money. So it just makes sense. Why? Why would you not want to fix it? You know, it seems like a running theme with almost all of our guests that we've had on is that there is some regulation, the AGCO regulation, somewhere that someone says that needs to be changed. Because there are many of them that do not quite work that well right now. And I understand it's all based on, you know, keeping it out of the hands of children and, you know, all that other stuff. But there some of the regulations are just crazy and they need to be looked at and shifted. I've also noticed, I've also noticed a common theme amongst all of our guests is that they use cannabis. I've noticed that. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Speaking of cannabis, are we still doing strain or no strain? So Mimi, we want to play a short game with you before we uh, go about our continuing day here and let you go uh, complete the mission that you're on as well. Are you willing to play a game with us? Absolutely. All right. Well, the game is called Strain or No Strain. And I'm basically going to ask you um, to to tell me whether a name I give you is a real strain of cannabis or not. Okay. All right. You've been around a long time. You've seen all the strains. Oh, I sure have. All right, here we go. I've tried them all. (laughs) Now, in case you've watched the episode with uh, Genoa McLean, we've chosen different strains, so you couldn't have cheated by watching that episode. No. Okay. All right, here we go. We're playing Strain or No Strain with Mimi Cannabis. Oasis, Strain or No Strain. I'm going to say... No strain. No, that is a strain. All right. Okay. Not I a was great... thinking about copyright infringements with the band and stuff, so maybe. Oh, fair enough. Okay. I'll give you that one. You get half point. Duck sauce. Strain. No, MJ made that up. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite bands. I was like, 
Yeah. Okay. It's music. <laughs> Funky monkey. I'm going to say strain. Correct. Purple nurple. I'm going to say strain. No, I made that up. <laughs> oh! It's a good one, though, right? That's a good one. Yeah, I know. I, I might actually try smoking that one. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever tried cannabis before? I have. Three times. <laughs> Make it very quick. First time, nothing happened. I was very disappointed. Almost upset that MJ took me down to the river. And that and happens? Can I explain why that happens? Because it takes a couple of times for your endocannabinoid system to be stimulated. So, yeah. yes, that does happen. Yeah. Yes. And but, then it got overstimulated. But the, oh, and then it got overstimulated. All I know is that at the time I was incredibly disappointed because science or not, I wanted to feel something. And right. then we tried it again and we were bowling and I'm a good bowler and my bowling <laughs> score significantly dropped and I, I can't risk my bowling score, Mimi. So I tried it one more time for fun. MJ was talking to me. I phased out, didn't hear a word she said. And I was like, that's it. I'm out. That's my bad. <laughs> it was chill weed. I should have picked a sativa. <laughs> okay, here we go. Last one. Okay. Velvet Elvis. I'm going to say strain. And you are correct. I think you got like two and a half out of five. I think so. so that's still a pass. That's a pass in our country and a pass on my report cards from high school. Um, in our country, we pass all the kids through till high school <laughs> right. anyways, no matter what the mark. Zeros are a pass. I don't know if I should have told children that. Oh, they're not listening anyways. Parents, right. your children will not fail before grade eight that's right. or before grade nine. No work. No if they work. If they don't do any work at all in school, it's fine. They can become just like me. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> you have any any final words for Mimi? Um, no, other than thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Make sure you follow me at Mimi Cannabis or MimiCannabis.com. Um I'm always here if anyone needs any help. It was and a pleasure. The Thank links, you for the having links me. for your social media and website will be in the descriptions of both the podcast and YouTube. Um, we thank yes, you so thanks. much for coming on here. And I just want to say, um, I know some people who are in your generation who have been offered um, cannabis solutions to various problems from arthritis to fibromyalgia and stuff like that. And because of long time stigmas, they refused the gift. Absolutely. And, you know, Absolutely. I'm just getting and into that's this why thing. I'm here. If they can relate to somebody more their own age, by all means, if you yeah. know of any of these people, please have them reach out to me because sometimes it just takes somebody of their own generation right. to talk to them and make them understand. We don't need to hear from young Timmy, that whippersnapper. Or like MJ, she's just a young pot smoker. <laughs> but it. Thank you so much, Mimi. Thank you for having me. Wow. That is, that is a, uh, 
that is an interesting human being. Right? Oh, definitely. Mimi, she's fantastic. I love Mimi. You you wouldn't know her age. Oh, she told us, so I wouldn't know. Well, her. I wasn't listening, so I still don't know her age. <laughs> I do that because to me, I, I see souls. I don't actually see your human form. I see you from inside. I've got a pretty good human form, so. Uh, it is pretty good, but <laughs> Thank I mean, you. Uh, your soul looks pretty good, too. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, so definitely connect with Mimi Cannabis. Uh, her All of her information is going to be in the links below of however you're watching or listening to this. Um, it was really fat, really cool, too, that uh, she was the first one um, that we've had on the show from, as she kept referring to, from from her generation. Yeah. And I think that's it, it's it's so important to know that, that cannabis isn't a, you know, 13-year-old trying to sneak it behind a garage or a 22-year-old. Sometimes it is. I'm saying, but it's but not, not always. Right. The perception, people have these things of going, oh, well, it's the, the 30-year-old lazy guy in the basement who doesn't want to get a job yeah. or, or the 20-year-old, you know, pothead who just has no aspirations for life. Like the, the dude, where's my car guys? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or even you could get up into the 30s, you know, 40s and stuff. But but Mimi's going, like, basically what she's saying is this, there there is no age with cannabis. Like, pe- people are experiencing it and using it. And in some some cases, needing it all across the age spectrum. Well, the thing I that that I absolutely ugh, tongue tied end of the episode. The thing <laughs> that I absolutely love that Mimi represents is not just that she is of the older generation and a consumer, but that she has been consuming cannabis for most of, if not all of, her life, mm-hmm. and she is still fine. She's okay. <laughs> She's smart. She's clear-headed. She's, she's funny, you know what I mean? She's like yeah. she's not brain dead. She's not a failure. You, she's I can't even I'm having trouble right now, okay? Like I hope when I'm her age, I won't have near this much trouble. I love <laughs> <that>. <laughs> and with that we close. <laughs> Another great episode, MJ. Yes, cheers. You said and with that we close. I was like, oh no, is this gonna be one of those church things? And with that we close. <laughs> And, now, and then we talk for another 20 for the, minutes. For those of you who've never been in church, that's that's basically how it happened. And with this, we close. And so everybody gets up and it's like, oh, wait, he's still going. Yeah. And then the pastor will say, and with this, we close. And then about five, and with this, we closes later. You're, uh, it's you're just ready. so that way we don't get annoyed with the fact that he's just dragging it <laughs> out. Like, like we all know. Over. Yeah. I'm going to start saying during these podcasts, like every 10 minutes, and with this, we close. Just <laughs> to make people dare. go, oh, good, it's almost over. <laughs> Happy Chocolate Eau Claire Day. Yes. Happy chocolate, Eau Cheers. Cheers. Stay lifted, Timmy. And keep on laughing. Oh. We did it, kind of. <laughs> I'm Timmy. <laughs> I'm MJ. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>